a podcast brought to you by Energy Live News. Welcome to the Energy Live News podcast. In this episode, we are going to discuss the findings of a new report by the House of Lords Environment and Climate Change Committee into the government's flagship boiler upgrade scheme. We'll be speaking to Baroness Parminta, who plays an active role in environmental issues uh, in the House of Lords, and of course chairs the Lords Environment and Climate Change uh, Committee. Thank you very, very much, Baroness Parminta, for joining Energy Live News. Great to be here. So can I start, please, with a general comment on the findings of uh, the report? Of course, the Boiler Upgrade Scheme is the current cornerstone of government policy to decarbonize domestic heating. Why do you feel that the scheme's first year of operation has been so challenging? Well, as you rightly say, we've got to have a really strong low-carbon home heating scheme here in the UK. And this government's flagship to pump prime the market has had a really disappointing take-up of grants in the first year. And we've got to get it back on track. Otherwise, we're not going to get anywhere near addressing the 17% of greenhouse gases which come from UK homes. So we need to get it back on track. We don't think that it's unsalvageable, but if the government were to look at issues around raising consumer awareness, around the lack of installers, around mixed messages, around hydrogen, and some of the, the smaller things in terms of you know restricted planning laws and the facts that EPCs aren't really incentivizing heat pumps, we think this boiler upgrade scheme could be put back on track. But the government's got to get on and do it right now. You know, the findings of uh, the inquiry are quite interesting, especially at a time when government sets uh, new ambitious uh, targets to cut national energy demand. I was uh, yesterday at the Treasury Connect event, which was held by the government, and I heard the Chancellor reiterating an ambition to cut national energy consumption by 15% by 2030. Do you believe that this is possible? Well, unless they reform the boiler upgrade scheme, it's not going to be possible. I mean, let's be clear, the government have set themselves a target by 2028 of 600,000 heat pumps in UK homes. And yet in 2021, we only had 50,000 heat pumps installed in the UK. And we haven't achieved the amount of installations that were expected as a result of the boiler upgrade scheme. So the government's got to act now. And one of the things I think we would say is that an early sign of the government getting that message, the new Secretary of State realising how important it is to get the boiler upgrade scheme back on track, would be to roll over the underspend in the first year. And of course, they could do that in the spring budget, which is coming in the next couple of weeks. So we'd see that as an early sign that, as you say, I mean, the Prime Minister says he's committed to this. The new Secretary of State with his new department wants to meet these targets. Well, in order to get there, they have got to make sure that the boiler upgrade scheme works. A few months ago, uh, in November, actually, Ofgem, the energy regulator, released data that showed uh, a slow pace on the rollout of the government's scheme, the boiler upgrade scheme. Statistics suggested that the scheme only spent nearly 13% of its total 150 million budget. And recently, the energy minister has said uh, all this unspent money from the budget would not be reallocated to next year. What do you think about that? Well, of course, they could reallocate it because you can do it if the Treasury agrees it's exceptional circumstances. And let's be clear, we are in an exceptional circumstance. We've got to start treating getting our homes to a low carbon, decent standard. The boiler upgrade scheme, as you rightly said, is the cornerstone of the government's approach to do that. They've got to get the scheme working. The underspend could be 
put into the budget for next year in order to carry on pump priming the market. And that is what we are calling on the new Secretary of State to be arguing with the uh, Treasury at the moment to do that in the spring budget. One of the findings of the report is that uh, hydrogen is not a serious option for home heating for the short to medium term. Why do you believe that uh, this is happening? Is it more because of a lack of relevant infrastructure or it is because of the, of the concerns that people may have about these uh, energy sources? Well, we received evidence from a number of uh, individuals, stakeholders, about how hydrogen is not a serious option in the short to medium term in the housing market. And that was around some anecdotal information around safety, but far more seriously in terms of, you know, hydrogen is far more energy intensive than producing the, the electricity that goes into heat pumps. Uh, and we are really serious concerns at the moment about just how we're going to produce enough green hydrogen at scale to meet all the demands that our economy is going to be needing in the future. So you've got really hard to decarbonize sectors like steel, where you really need to put hydrogen. And our view is that, frankly, in the short term and in the medium term, the no regrets policy is to ramp up the tried and tested approach, which is heat pumps, which have worked so successfully and are working so successfully on mainland Europe. In response to the letter that you sent earlier, Energy Networks Association has said that this is nothing to do uh, with uh, presenting hydrogen as an option for home heating. It is an accepted fact that multiple solutions will be required. The use of heat pumps and the adoption of hydrogen are going to be needed if the UK is to meet uh, its net zero target. Uh, what do you think about uh, this statement? Well, we're very clear that in the short to medium term, hydrogen is not a solution for the home heating market. And the problem it's causing is that People are getting mixed messages from the government. Both the industry are getting mixed messages and homeowners are getting mixed messages. So the government leaves its decision till 2026 about whether low carbon, uh, sorry, green hydrogen will play a part in, in home heating, means that people are not making the decisions now to invest in heat pumps. And that was certainly an issue that we saw when we were talking to installers. I mean, Nesta say I think there's about 3,000 installers of heat pumps at the moment. Now, the government themselves admit that they're going to need 12,000 installers by 2025. Well, if you're a gas boiler installer at the moment, you're not going to you know, invest in the training to become a heat pump installer if you're not getting the right signals from the government about the direction of travel for the market in the, in the future. And we've seen in the car industry where the government has been very clear about the direction of travel, that it will be electric cars, that that's had the result of incentivizing manufacturers and making it clear to consumers the direction of travel. That is what we need in the home heating, low carbon front. And our view very clearly is that is heat pumps. And the way to um, get this boiler upgrade scheme back on track is to address, one of the ways is to address the mixed messages that are coming out of the government about what are the technologies in the future for home heating in the short to medium term. Do you feel, Baroness, that the UK also needs more investment in this uh, area? A few weeks ago, the Climate Change Committee uh, said that the UK is not spending enough to combat climate change or its impact, and it claimed that 10 billion each year is needed to, to uh, overcome the upsurge in heat waves uh, and flooding. What's your take on that? Well, we received evidence from schemes across Europe, and we were very struck in particular by the French schemes 
where effectively they're spending about 300 million pounds a year in 2022 on air source heat pumps whereas here in the UK we're spending 450 million over three years and France is one of the best countries in Europe for I think it's the sixth top country in Europe in terms of the amount of heat pumps it's getting into French homes so the scale of the scheme is an issue and that is why we have suggested to the government that they undertake a review very soon, this is a three-year scheme, which they've said is to pump around the market to give the confidence for installers and manufacturers to um, uh, invest in the market so the prices come down. What we're saying is you need to review these uh, success or otherwise, at the moment it's not working, and make a decision fairly soon about the size of the overall budget. One of the conclusions that uh, we have read in the report is that public awareness of low uh, carbon heating uh, systems is uh, very limited. Why do you think that this is happening? Well, I think it's happening in the main because the government has not undertaken a major public campaign to explain to the public why they need to change the way their homes are heated to reach net zero. Well, they certainly haven't invested either in any particular campaign to focus on the, the value of air source and ground source heat pumps. If you compare the strategy of the government during the pandemic when they had to get people to change their behaviours, which is what we're talking about here. We're talking about asking British people to change the way they've been used to heating their homes almost for generations. I mean, nearly 70, nearly three quarters of our homes in the UK are heated by gas. It's a big behaviour change, and yet there's not been an accompanying behaviour change campaign. And we saw during the pandemic where the government wanted people to change their behaviours at short notice. What they became suddenly was the biggest above the line uh, advertisers uh, and campaign communicators with the general public. And yet at the moment, all we've seen from the government is gov.uk and an energy advice service um, and some limited social media adverts. This is nowhere near on scale that is required, given both the lack of awareness and 62% of people have little or no awareness of the need to change their homes, according to the government's own figures. So the, the base is low and the challenge is big. We've got to get to 600,000 homes by 2028. That does not mean you can let, leave it to the market to just let people be aware of what they need to do. The government has to step in at this early stage, again, in the same way that they have done uh, in, in other areas, as I said, I mean, the, in the car market, by making it clear that they were going to... Uh, ban the sale of petrol and diesel cars by a set date, that created a regulatory certainty, which then encouraged the marketplace. What we need now is the government to step up its public campaigning so that people can be aware of what they need to do and how it is that heat pumps are the best low-carbon option for them in the short to medium term. Do you feel that the Energy Performance Certificate uh, has a role to play in uh, helping the UK achieve its ambitious climate uh, goals? You know, there are currently calls, uh, Lord Eben included, for a reform in the Energy Performance Certificate methodology. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, this is a really important mission. It's great that uh, Lord Deben and the Climate Change Committee have focused on this and sent a fairly stiff letter to the, the government on this matter recently. I mean, in our inquiry, we received a lot of evidence which showed that the EPCs, as they stand at the moment, don't consistently value the installation of a heat pump. And sometimes it was actually resulting, someone would put in a heat pump and they would then get a poorer EPC. I mean, that's just completely mad. 
Um, and so we would um, align ourselves with the comments of the Climate Change Committee and our calling, as we do in our letter, for an urgent reform of the EPCs. You've got to have this system working so that it incentivizes people to have what is the best low carbon home heating system out there at the moment. Can I ask you about what are your opinion on the role of uh, a parliament in driving change in the environmental outlook? And also, what's uh, the committee currently investigating? Well, Parliament is there to reflect the views and concerns of the general public. And the inquiry we did before this yeah, study into the border upgrade stream was an inquiry into how we mobilise behaviour change for climate and environmental goals. And it showed very clearly that the public are really concerned about meeting net zero and they want to know how to play their part. And so for us here in Parliament, our job is to reflect those concerns, to look at the policies that the government are bringing forward to deliver on net zero and to call the government out when they're not doing what the public want, which is giving them the help and support they need in order to make the changes they need to make. And clearly, with you know, as I said earlier, 70% of our greenhouse gas emissions come from home heating. You've got to address people's uh, homes and how they heat them. And therefore, Parliament has a, a strong role in calling the government to account and reflecting the wishes of the public. And we on our committee, I mean, we're a, in the House of Lords, how shall I put this, some of us are more senior than, than the average person on the, on the bus going out to Clapham. We've set up a, a youth engagement scheme so that we can actually hear and listen to the voices and reflect the voices of young people and their concerns about net zero, because we know that it's their future. Um, and so, yeah, I think Parliament has a really strong role to play in ensuring that we get to net zero, calling the government to account. And you ask what we're looking at next. Well, we're a committee that looks at both climate change and the environment. And our next inquiry will be looking into protected areas. We've just had some very uh, challenging uh, global targets set for us to address the woeful biodiversity that we face both here in the UK and around the globe. Uh, and one of the ways you do that is you protect the areas where that wildlife lives, where that wildlife feeds, and where that wildlife mates. And so we're looking at the protected areas that we have in the UK, uh, what the government is doing to make sure that they can be as strongly protected as they need to be to ensure that we get the biodiversity back in the UK and that people can enjoy wildlife uh, and those spaces for their own health and enjoyment. Baroness Parmita, thank you for joining us today. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this Energy Live News podcast. Please follow us on social media and subscribe to the website at www.energylivenews.com.